is Kate with a podcast with Emma Tom and (laughs) this is a suggestion from Emma that we talk about truth, honesty, integrity and authenticity so I'm presuming she's got something to bring. What have you got to bring on truth, honesty and integrity and before I press record you said even when it's hard. Yes now maybe your presumption was a little bit previous. <laughs> I didn't have anything specific, but I think one of the things that I've not been scared about doing for a long time is being like, I think initially with being truthful, you can have a tendency sometimes to be a little bit too direct or a bit borderline hurtful. Not you, just generally people. Yeah. And I think, you know, you see, I see all these. Oh, I hate that. I've got to speak my truth, which is great. Oh, I love I it. That. But I would never, ever, I think I had a brief flirtation with doing it at other people's expense while I was just figuring out how to do it with a little bit more integrity and compassion. Mm. But um, I, I do think it's not are, an excuse for dickery. Oh, there it? are a lot of people who are very in their ego, in my opinion, and they dress it up as it's okay because and they make it very noble because i'm speaking my truth i totally agree and they kind of veil it in this kind of ridiculous nobility when actually it's harmful and hurtful and mean and it can be actually quite nasty to people yeah exactly so i think i could probably think of a couple of examples where i've crossed the line or danced the fine line with that but Generally speaking, I think you can have... I, I love people, and you can pick it up straight away, and it probably is that word, that authenticity, isn't it? And I love humility as well. I, I'm so attracted to that. And that vulnerability and honesty. But if you think of the work I do, people get honest and get real really quickly. Yeah. And that is how a lot of my really close relationships, because you do have relationships with clients, a lot of my close work and relationships with people have formed for the last six or seven years probably Mm. in the work I do so I'm really attracted to that I think it takes huge courage and bravery of bravery in your soul to be able to be that person and I love it I absolutely love it when people are like that with me Mm. and I'd like to think in my own weird little way I try my best at being like that you do that it um confirmed comes across because uh, I, I don't ever consider myself I don't bullshit myself even if I don't tell anybody else the truth um I don't kind I'm not deluded to myself a lot of the time I don't mm-hmm. think um but you see I think if you can't be honest with yourself what's the point so here's a question so how can you deliver the truth to someone when you know it's going to be hurtful and this is what I think with this whole shit thing about um well I'm speaking my truth it's entitled it's egotistical and to me it's about intention Mm -hmm. i think if you want to say how you feel Mm -hmm. there's always room for that well there usually is Mm -hmm. there may be cases where there's not well i was gonna say your question was how do you let someone know the truth with compassion and in the quote right way i'd question very the beginning do they actually need me to say anything Mm -hmm. is it their need is it my need because interesting yeah the way you're framing it up is they need to hear is it them that needs to hear it or i need to maybe they need to be told oh yeah we've had that one recently um and so i but you see ah so that's interesting so are you checking with me first are you doing it for you Mm -hmm. because you feel a need to speak your truth which usually by the way if you do have this burning desire and, and it's your ego 
that's driving you to speak your truth and they need to be told that's and all bull- of that. That's, that's always, always bullshit. bullshit. Because there's other ways you can process that. So I might talk to a friend and get a second opinion mm-hmm. rather than throw a hand grenade and yeah. look like a complete wanker. I'd check it out with a person. I'd maybe do some journaling. I'd sit. I'd do some breaths. I'd, and what one of the things I'm big into, and I was doing it yesterday, I was breathing through a strong emotion. So just getting some peace, turning everything off, and just acknowledging, yeah, I'm sad today. I'm just going to be sad. I'm going to breathe through sad. So I might think if, you know, I really want to speak my truth and tell this person I'm hurt, I'm angry, I'd look for the main feeling, and then I'd look underneath it, because feelings of anger particularly is often like the anger iceberg. You can Google that. It presents as anger, which is the bit that sticks out from the sea, but there's shame, there's guilt, and you'll know when you get the right word underneath. So there's only 10% of the issue is the anger. Mm-hmm. So look underneath it, look under the water, see what it could really be about, and then just own it and sit and breathe through it. And then by the time you've done that, you may no longer even need mm-hmm. to set that person straight or, quote, speak your truth. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes actually <clears throat> speaking your truth is simply a very lame, bullshitty excuse to be nasty to someone Mm-hmm. To be mean to them, to belittle them. Oh, that's our pet peeve. Is, uh, oh, I hate that. Yeah. Like, because often, I like it's this. I think I've heard Doctor Phil talk about this uh, leveling, where if right. you go into a situation, you, you and you don't, if you don't feel okay and mm-hmm. you feel triggered or angry or not good enough or jealous or whatever, mm-hmm. you either look to pull the other person <gasps> down. I've heard this. Or you look to build yourself, yourself up. up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people do both at the same mm-hmm. time. So that I think he calls that levelling because, nice. yeah, you're, you're taking them mm-hmm. down a peg. I'm going to tell them. They're coming but down it's the coming penalty. From or you might, yeah, but it's your level. stuff. Yeah. Or you might come in with, yeah, well, I you. got a new car the other day, a top of the <gasps> of range course. BMW. Yeah, 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 yeah that's mine out How there. How often do we say kind that? Of thing. I know, and it's know. just, it comes from a place of people mm-hmm. not. This is interesting, right? Because this is where, if it happens in front of you, you've got the opportunity to have compassion mm-hmm. because it usually comes from a place of that person feeling uncomfortable mm-hmm. and they often don't realize depending on how conscious they are they might not be aware that it's coming from that place mm-hmm. so instead of thinking what an absolute ass mm-hmm. you can take a breath and think that's interesting they're bigging themselves up they're loading it over everybody mm-hmm. um that's you know obviously because they don't feel okay or they're pulling someone to bits Mm -hmm. and this can be quite covert as well it can be Mm -hmm. like stuff like oh yeah i used to have some genes like that Mm -hmm. yeah it didn't suit me either kind of comment Mm -hmm. or you know oh yeah you've oh you've got a new car oh it's it's a it's a five series is it Mm -hmm. you know it can be quite covert but it's Mm -hmm. still subtly pulling other people down and this is an opportunity to to have some compassion and to realise that actually this person's not feeling good mm-hmm. in themselves. And you are good mm-hmm. at breaking that ice, Emma, I've noticed. So if you're in a situation where somebody might be in their ego a little bit, mm-hmm. might have a bit of an edge to them, might be a bit defensive. Oh, we came across that recently, actually. Yeah, that's we? what I'm yeah, thinking yeah. about. You're very good at kind of bridging that and softening mm. that a little bit. And what you tend to do is you tend to reach out to that person and say oh hi have you traveled far today mm. or 
are you here for the bride or the groom mm-hmm. or you know whatever the situation is and you engage with that person mm-hmm. and, and that helps it but yeah when people do that they're not in their truth mm. they're not in their authenticity um it was so funny because kate's way more as you know into the whole energy things than me and we were at something uh this month and we walked into a gathering of people and i instantly and i was i was trying to describe it to kate <clears> during the break and i said god there was just this person that i struggled with and the only thing i could explain it was like walking into a room and feeling some breeze or wind or something push you out really forcefully i just felt like no get out mm. and that's how it felt walking into it wasn't it it was and i said that I mean that happens all the time, doesn't it? When you meet people and your gut feeling is that but I there's a mismatch. Seen anyone for two years, new people. Yeah, there's a mismatch in energy. And when I did my my energy training, mm-hmm. they talk about you having like obviously we've all got a vibration, we've all got like a core vibration mm-hmm. of who we are, and that fluctuates depending on how you feel and what you've eaten and all that kind of thing. But basically. That's your frequency. And mm-hmm. we talk about law of attraction quite a lot in terms of bringing people and things together. But actually, I think there's a kind of energetic dissonance when that happens, where you're kind of you're forced away from something or someone you don't like, like a mm, repelling. Like magnets. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's, you're just not in sync with that person oh, or that so, situation. I very rarely that feel that. And it I just was being, like being hit with a... Just but to... it did get easier because yeah. yeah well I thought it was worth a try just to try and um but I'm really really attracted now to people who just have that truth about them and a fearless truth as well I just think it's really it's it's I don't know I just think it's a really really nice quality and that integrity I just absolutely love it can't get enough of it yeah so being authentic being in your truth and being real and I think I don't know what you think, but for me, I didn't get to that point until later in my life. Oh, God, I don't know that anybody does. I mean, kids are probably great at it, like the under fives. Yeah. You know, babies are born Mm -hmm. absolutely being the perfect examples of those things. They don't Mm -hmm. feel shame. They don't feel guilt. They don't feel they just get the demands met and make people laugh. I also think sometimes when you uh, go through something really, really big Mm -hmm. on the other side of it, you've got this kind of fuck it attitude of, look, I've been through some really big stuff, I've survived, I've Mm -hmm. done it, and actually, I'm not going to apologise for who I am, I am who I am. And as long as you don't do that in, like, a hostile way, because you can get people like, well, if you don't like it, tough. Yeah. I don't think that's very nice at all. There's, like, a version of it that's total dickery, and then a version of it that's really courageous and brave, and really sort of, you've earned the right to Definitely. be like that. Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely love that. Yeah, so truth, integrity. When was the last time you had the fuckets? Um, the real fuckets? I think when you were going through your health stuff. April. Yeah, yeah, I think probably that was like a really, really, obviously massively stressful, mm. scary, worrying thing to go through. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, like nothing at all mattered more yeah. than you being well and yeah. whatever it takes and 
doesn't matter how much money we have to find or where we have to take you or what we need to mm-hmm. do it just brings everything into a very very sharp focus that, it does doesn't it mm-hmm. everything from the outside if you imagine it just softening and blurring and then you're just being left with mm-hmm. this literal tunnel yeah this small uh, aperture is that the right yeah, word yeah and that's amazing because that's focusing on what matters to you and what's important mm-hmm. and i'm sure there's probably exercises that you can do to mm-hmm. high to line your values up with that mm-hmm um but then what happens is once that moment's passed mm. you get into normal life again yeah. and then you start twisting about not putting the bin out mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. someone who's double parked or the gas bill or whatever when mm-hmm. actually you know and that's a little bit like what happened with covid isn't it that mm. everyone went into that if initial just survive this and help each other be kind and... help each other yeah, share yeah. the flower yeah. i've got a pack of toilet rolls do you want any and then slowly that turned into back into the version of normal life and we lost all that gratitude and kindness Mm. and community focus what do you think your purpose in life is or this part of your life would that be a different um, question to heal myself to make myself feel whole to be a really good mom and to help other people learn from the i think Part of what I'm here to do is, again, show up and share authentically mm-hmm. as much as I can. And obviously, I share more in Life and Soul Academy and in closed Facebook groups and stuff that we've got rather than this podcast because we can be authentic on here, but it's very public. Mm-hmm. Um, and share lessons that I've been through and experiences and stuff because I'm a great believer that you can't take people where you haven't been. Oh, yeah, totally. And I think there's a lot of crossover, isn't there? I mean you know loss for mm-hmm. example is a topic we could look at divorce we could look at money we could job. Look at the job anything like that i might not have been through someone's exact circumstances mm-hmm. of loss but i've got experience of loss and i can draw on the tools that mm-hmm. got me through it i can tell you about the routines i can mm-hmm. give you the the package of how i felt and the, how i built resilience and how i uh, started to rise up from it and there might be useful stuff in there for other people. So when I go through stuff, I do try to share it in a conscious way so other people can get something from it, really. I think that's what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. What about you? Oh, just be happy and laugh. That's Is that it. it? Yeah, that's it. It's that Esther and Jerry Hicks thing, isn't it? I really loved that when I heard that last week because I... You know, I talk to a lot of people who feel a massive pressure to have a purpose, to have a focus, to have... And, yeah, I've got loads of micro-focuses and stuff like that, but generally speaking, I just want to do shit that makes me feel good. I want to share things with people that makes me feel good. And, yeah, I think that's about... Is that not enough? Like, yeah, seriously, when is I that said that, is that it? I was being sarcastic. No, yeah, but seriously, is that not enough just mm-hmm. to feel happy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think definitely. that would do. I think that would more than do. Yeah, and being your truth and having yeah, integrity. And... Yeah, I think mostly. And what's great is when you've practised it, you get to really quickly pick yourself up on things. Mm-hmm. So I'll, like, try and pull a fast one to myself. <laughs> and then I'll go, oh, that's bullshit, you're not doing that. That's like, not if you're true, just, Emma. If you're just on the verge of telling a lie, and mm-hmm. then it's just like, hey, how are you kidding? And it's so funny, you know, because we are so honest. Like, we don't really tell lies. And, um, I would only tell a light to protect someone. Yeah, like that haircut really suits you. Because it's, <laughs> it's done now. The so, weevil. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, wow, you, wow, you suit a fringe. Humble. Yeah, humble from play school. 
yeah. wow that really suits you that that tattoo really suits you and yeah that was a good decision and stuff why like did that. you just point to my forearm no, when you not. said that you bitch no i did not but yeah i'd, I'd only tell a lie um to protect somebody else's feelings, i would definitely I tell a lie to protect someone yeah if the cost of the lie wasn't going to cause a lot of trouble but i think truth is harmful <clears> and i think we don't have automatically this i'm going to just say it i don't think we automatically have the right to tell the truth because mm. the truth can be hurtful it can mm-hmm. be a weapon it can be hostile it can be the people that you said before that well i need to speak my truth throat chakra sort of thing and mm-hmm. i think you can be really humble and do a lot of your own inner work and process things and actually protect other people in the process mm-hmm. there are times when it's absolutely pertinent and appropriate to speak to people to have an air and to have a discussion to facilitate <clears throat> healing but i think it's critical that you check in with why you need to do it yeah first. and i once had a really really hard life example of that where i know someone who did something in their life and it really really harmed them and it caused physical harm to them and it really damaged them for permanently and they were unaware that this incident had done that and I was aware that it had, um, mm-hmm. and they didn't realise that what they had done that actually probably caused this themselves and, yeah. and harmed themselves irreparably, and it was mm-hmm. it was terrible. But because they didn't know that, and I did know this because I just had an inkling, I did a bit of digging and stuff, and I thought, yeah, actually, I think it was that mm-hmm. that you did that caused that massive thing. And that massive thing was super harmful to them and their life will never, ever be the same again. And I chose not to tell that person. Mm -hmm. And you could say that I was lying by omission, but actually I didn't tell that person that I thought that had happened because they were trying to process this massive life event. It was going to be forever and it was bad enough and it had happened and it couldn't be fixed anyway Mm -hmm. so I thought why would I add another layer of guilt possibly shame possibly and regret on top of the pain that they were already carrying so I actually carried that myself but you did the right thing and you got your own therapy yes I did I got my own therapy about it because it was a a burden that I was carrying and and it was really affecting me and you know the people who end up in therapy are usually the people who've been fucked up by people who didn't do their own therapy yeah exactly you know exactly and then later on in life um fast forward a few years it did come around that this person did find out about that and it was me that actually did tell them because they were going to do more of this thing and it was going to be even more harmful and I did say that I'm going to have to tell you about this. So the truth did come out, but the point is I kept it in. You could say I lied by omission, but I was protecting their feelings, really. Mm. So, yeah, I wasn't in my truth for a while, but I felt like it would have caused immense harm if I'd if I'd mm-hmm. spoken that truth. So instead, yeah, it did harm me not telling, but then it did mm-hmm. help me to get some therapy. So well, yeah, be selective about the truth. I agree the truth can sometimes be really, really harmful. What do you think something that you would take from this one, this podcast? Um, What's pricked your ears? I think probably, um, yeah, truth can be harmful. Checking in with yourself mm-hmm. about... Before you, if you have a, like a burning desire, to, I'm gonna tell them, and I'm gonna put, I'm gonna. They need to be told. Is it you that needs? Do they really <laughs> need to be told, or is it you that wants to tell them for your own ego? Or is win? it actually you that needs to be told? 
yourself yeah. to shut up and get out of your ego perhaps really i think it's really interesting if you, in a lot of situations if you can just pause and check in with what is my motivation now the reason i can do it quickly is because we have to do it a lot with clients so mm. oftentimes the stuff people bring it'll either touch on be very similar or something that i've directly been through and the tendency to go well when i got divorced mm-hmm. you know and all of this but we can do personal shares but you've got to really quickly check in with yourself and say what is it i hope the client will get from this Mm -hmm. what is it in me that wants to share this and what am I hoping they're going to get from it yeah and nine times out of ten if I've got a little lull and I can ask those questions I never do the share and you know what that's just about being conscious isn't it Mm -hmm. so it's about getting in the gap stopping that automatic reaction because if your ego is jumping around in the background and going well I want to tell them I want to tell them actually that's destructive at times and if you can get in the gap and just check in with yourself like emma said you can sometimes avoid doing a lot of harm Mm -hmm. and not looking like a dick oh dickery man i mean sometimes it can't be helped we do we all partial a little bit dickery but i think a lot of it can be avoided yeah exactly so you're not going to look silly and you're not going to harm other people or relationships if you check in with yourself and be a bit more conscious and there's a whole shit about, well, I was just speaking my truth. Yeah, really? I know. Is I'm, that I'm, true? I'm, or were you really looking for an opportunity to elevate yourself yeah. and pull other people down and get a bit of an ego And win? just think, if you manage to do the pause, get in the gap, check yourself, and then make a decision that isn't what you thought you needed to do, just think the universe is going to give you a massive high five mm. in some fantastic way exactly. that you're not going to be expecting. Exactly. And that's good. That's worth it. That's winning. That's winning that's at life. That's winning. Right. Well, I'm going to... Um, We're going to wrap up. Wrap up now. <laughs> so I'm going to ask him to trumpet us out as usual. Oh. Bye for now. Bye. Life.